I am Ghost of Christmas Labrasse. You will have summoned me because you want us to transport you into the next room. <laughs> You've got to pass our challenges first, and mine's a real doozy. Now, you may have noticed that I am dressed for speed. This is because my challenge is a race. Specifically, a toboggan race. And two toboggans, uh, three toboggans appear in front of you. One sort of spectral and two physical. I want you to do this race with your Pokemon. Use them any way you deem fit. If you want to use them instead of the toboggan, be my guest. Otherwise, you can slide down yourself and have them help you out. You can use them to navigate your way through, if you so desire. Be as creative and inspired as you can. <laughs> you need to beat me. Good luck with that. Now, we've each got our own individual race tracks with individual challenges along the way. When you're ready, let me know, and we shall begin. Can I throw someone out there as well? So this is the ghost of Chris Christmas Laprast. <laughs> Can we say that in a Christmas, maybe our first Christmas together, there was a toboggan race? Absolutely. Right? Yes. Sure. So, juicy, juicy, so, so, juicy. So Laprast has, has picked up on this somehow. Maybe, maybe, maybe like Asta refused to race. Look, the, the slope is it's 52 degrees gradient. It's clearly dangerous. <laughs> Only a mad who from Whoville would race down this. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. It's it's terrifying. What if I what if I break arm? What if you break your arm? If we didn't do things just because of 52 degree gradients, we'd never go anywhere. Oh, no, no. See, you're trying to appeal to my scientist side. You're trying to say, look, if we don't try things, if we don't experiment, then we'll never learn anything. But this is different. This is dangerous. A little danger never hurt anybody, Esther. I... No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Okay, well, I guess the rest of us will just have fun without you. Fine. Hate Christmas. This is not fair, Laprast, if that is your real name, you spectral speed demon. You've picked this on purpose, haven't you? What is this place? This challenge is the same to everyone. Oh, I bet it is. I'm sure it is. Of course it is. Maybe everybody has a wife who refuses to compete in a toboggan race on their first Christmas together. Yes, because obviously that happens to everyone. I I'm sure that a lot of people are left to no, just because... have to race against Junction on their own like some kind of, like some kind of single heterosexual person. <laughs> oh, I, I, look, this, this slope is steep. It looks like some horrible... Lose race from the Pokalithic Games! I refuse to watch that because I'm convinced they're going to crash every time. Is this the only way? Unfortunately so. Did you really think that the ghost was just going to reveal that there was another option than this test? Maybe if I rolled high enough. <laughs> I'll tell you now, <laughs> Oh, go on then! <laughs> Roll for Deus Ex Machina! <laughs> You've seen through my little ruse! <laughs> You've solved my Lapras puzzle! <laughs> oh, um... Well, I mean, I guess a race is a race. And some of us have shown a little bit more bravery in the past than others. Can we do it together? You can, though two people means you're more likely to win. Great. As in, who are other competitors against me? There are many variables, you see. Well, I mean, you seem to have enjoyed doing everything else on your own so far, so why don't we... Uh... I do like variables. Why don't we go very separately, then? Fine. Lovely. Okay, so what Pokemon do you want to use? It's not like you need to ride them, but you can, if you wish, if you think that will help. I'm going to use brakes. Also... Okay, great. I'm going to... I don't know why. Call me crazy. Call me a madman. Call me a maverick. I'm going to go with the powder on. Great. Are you I gonna... don't think you're crazy. I don't think you're crazy. Are you going to ride a powder? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to ride a powder on. Oh, that's so good. Okay, Honey picks up the toboggan. <laughs> Just goes, 
I don't need this. I trust my hippo. And as she says that, it disappears. Asta steps into the toboggan, breaks and wand ready. It's a paladin sort of. You paladin. He's really happy that he's been chosen. Bless his little cons. You did right. such a marvellous job playing that sleigh earlier. Brakeson's riding side saddle. Doesn't matter what, oh, great. what, what it is on. Toboggan, horse, ride on mower, side saddle. Okay? <laughs> Love it. So roll your two d six. Just a just a flat oh. roll. Seven. So Lapras is going to go first. Okay. Stu, and then followed by David. Basically. Yeah, it's for five. <laughs> With a failure. Um, okay, so I think Asta's totally surprised by the start. Like, is thinking about backing out at the last second, but but breaks and sort of like starts the toboggan. Just like a, a second. Spark. Yeah, a little spark. Just like thunk. Just like let's go. Yeah. Before before Asta sort of chickens out. Okay. The ghost of Christmas Laprast goes, um, three, two, one, go! And scoots off. Note to the editor, reuse the ice slide sound effect for next section. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stu, you asked for it. Here you go. <laughs> okay, so as Lapras uh, scoots off first, Asta you see uh, before you some moguls. So those are lumps in the snow, mm-hmm. making it very difficult to sort of, sort of traverse. The uh, Lapras sees some ice. She decides that she's going to try to use the adva- ice to her advantage and speed her up. And she gets a mixed success. So she maintains speed. She kind of skids on the ice, but it sort of loses her balance a little bit. How do Asta and Brakeson approach? The... Gonna fire blast these moguls. Okay, <laughs> Just great. absolutely burn them. Love melt it. You're them. gonna try to melt them. Yes. Okay, roll to succeed, essentially. Yeah, a six. A six. Yeah. So, breaks and fires its spell towards the, the moguls. Unfortunately, she kind of overshoots the fire a little bit. Okay. And it sort of becomes a bit sludgy and a bit wet, and you actually lose a bit of speed, allowing Lapras to get slightly further ahead. Breaks and is basically driving as well. <laughs> Asta's just going under the back. Like, Love this it. This is madness! <laughs> as Honey and Hippowden, you rolled a seven? Yeah. Approach a jump. How do you respond? Um, how do I respond? That's a... Um... You can do nothing. You can just try to make the jump. I say just... Do the jump. I think Honey's there for a few tricks and a few tricks and tricks gymnastics. <laughs> this, is, this is such an SXX <laughs> moment. She's going to do like a full like ollie through the air. <laughs> On your hip out and yeah, love it. Absolutely. Okay. Dance is, a dancer's got to dance. All right, roll, but I don't want you to add anything to it. Right. My common hip out Come on, you're Come a on. dancer now. <laughs> Seven. Okay, a mixed success. Okay. So you, you take the jump and you maintain speed and you go in front of Asta and uh, <laughs> Asta and Brakeson. So Lapras sees similar moguls to what Brakeson and Asta just did and she decides uh, to sort of skid around them. She again maintains speed. Oh, so average. <laughs> As she does that, oh. Honey and Hippowden you want a seven again? Yeah. You approach another jump! Hey! <laughs> is it a what slightly bigger jump? Time? 
It looks really similar. I don't think it's like, have I been around this table? Honey, honey has like gone through the temporal shift and come backwards <laughs> to the same jump. Oh. This is Hippowdon's second chance to shine. Yeah. yeah. What is, do you want to do anything else? I'm just trying to think of what Hippowdon can do, that big lummox. Like, what's, what's it? It could shape the ground. It could shape the ground, but with a jump, I mean, we're talking about the air, do you know what I mean? It I could thought, fire some sand out of like fire a some sand, weird as like a prope- As like a propellant, like Maybe? an accelerator. I just, th- I just feel with jumps, I'm just going to take it. I hate to be really boring, but like, Honey loves a jump, do you <laughs> okay. know what I mean? Honey loves a bit of in-air dance. Okay, roll. Six. Oh, oh, falls to our death. <laughs> it doesn't fall. It doesn't stop moving, um, but it, it it lands slightly awkwardly, and you do do lose speed, allowing possibly Asta to take the lead. If you deal with the fact that you approach an area of pure darkness, you can't see for a turn. What do you do? Well, I have Brakeson, who has a flame. So Pokemon I picked. Um, Asta enjoys the fact that this was. A brilliant pick, obviously. <laughs> if I was holding a, a giant rock with a nose, it'd do nothing right now. Um, so it's going to hopefully use Brayson to illuminate the area. Yep. It's just dark. Well, you don't know what the approach is because it's dark. Spooky yeah. Halloween! <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's what happens. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just going to use Brayson to try and illuminate okay. the area as much Roll as with plus two. That's more like a 12, baby! 12! 10 plus oh, 2! very good. You overtake Honey and slightly catch up to the uh, Lapras again. Who... Average Lapras. Average Lapras. <laughs> Just trundling along. Rolls a 5 again. <laughs> You're average. What a strong contest this Lapras is putting up. Okay, ooh, uh, 6. 6, okay. okay. 9? And 9. Okay, so the Lapras approaches more moguls. And he goes, you know what? Well, I'm just going to scoot through them and I'm in front so I can do what I want. But... These moguls are significantly bigger, uh, so she actually loses speed, potentially allowing maybe both of you to overtake. Possibly one of us, just one of us needs to win. There's one one of us needs to win. And Asta, you're up first. You approach an S-Bend. You approach an Espion. An Espion. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Two sharp sharp bends. Mm -hmm. Two sharp bends in the road ahead of you. Uh, How do you approach? Well, that, okay, I think the hill uh, the 52 degree gradient hill that, that Asta was scared to go down. The main reason, yes, it was a steep gradient, but the main reason that she was so terrified was because of this horrible chicane. It was called Chicane Hill that, yeah. that Honey was desperate to go down, desperate to race on, and Asta couldn't couldn't do it, couldn't conquer it, couldn't do this. So this is it. This is the moment. And Asta has been clinging onto the back desperately. Brakeson's been driving, basically. Of course. You know, trying to blight the moguls, trying to trying to illuminate. Brakeson sees the chicane coming up, turns to Asta, is like, Brakeson, Brakeson, and rel- relinquishes control of the toboggan. It's like, this is on you, Asta. And Asta's holding on, sees the chicane, and just like, goes for it, goes to try and like, physically jerk it. No Pokemon involved, this is just Asta. Okay, uh, I think that's tough, isn't it? Yeah, Okay, tough. roll tough. Oh no! It's a four. four. It's three plus one. Asta, tries to take these sharp bends. She actually deals with the first one really nicely and gets a bit of confidence, but overshoots the second and just rebounds into the wall. Wait, wait, Asta miscalculated? Asta miscalculated. Oh, that's going to do some damage. (laughs) (laughs) So she sort of collides into the second bend, uh, potentially allowing Honey to catch up as Honey approaches 
a wall of snow. Oh, no. <laughs> just, just a straight up wall of snow. Just a straight up in front of her, a wall of snow. Uh, so like a like snow, not ice. It's it's uh, snow, not okay. ice. It's not. It's not like the Game of Thrones, like the wall in Game of Thrones. Well, you're going to need an ice dragon. <laughs> um, I think Honey's going to go for a full earthquake with with her powder on and just knock it down. Very nice. Roll with plus two. Sorry, I'm just thinking about undead Chirons now. <laughs> Nine plus two. Mm. That's a full success Ooh, as, honey. as Honey as, as honey overtakes Asta and pulls level with Lapras as we approach the final... Wait, it's, it's neck and neck. It's neck and neck. Oh, and the final bit. So, the three lanes converge into one together lane. There's a much better way of saying that, but I'm going to roll with it. <laughs> one together lane. <laughs> this is why I don't DM. Um, uh, and yes, and Honey and uh, Lapras pull in to this final straight uh, neck and neck and Asta just a couple of seconds behind. So, Lapras and Honey uh, both see before them. Lapras sees, so Lapras sees a jump ahead of her and she goes, I know how to deal with this. I've had many jumps. Of course you do, you've built like 15 of them into this course. <laughs> <laughs> and she decides that she's just gonna try to ride it. Because she's ultimate. She's very confident. <laughs> her confidence gets the better of her. As she, she takes to the air, not noticing that she hadn't gathered enough speed previously, and she loses speed, potentially allowing either Honey or Aston to take, take the lead. As Honey, you find that your lane, very quickly, turns. A, an uber sharp turn, sharper than the S-Bend. It sort of goes below, it goes down. Mm. Almost 90 degree turn. I think... I don't know. I'm, I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm going to suggest it. I'm going to throw it out there mm-hmm. that using a sandstorm to slow down the Hippowdon so that it's, so that it's just an easier. So because when it's okay. a sharp one, just like slow it a bit more gently, but not go crashing everywhere. Love it. Roll yeah. plus two. Yes. What you're trying to do essentially is break. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seven plus two. So it's a mixed success. Yeah. So you maintain speed. So you go in front. Oh. Just just right at the last minute, mm-hmm. you suddenly you suddenly notice the Lapras falter and get back to its knees, and you go, no, I can do this. I can zip in front. But Asta notices that she could win because you don't speed up. So if Asta picks up speed, so not, Asta, that it would matter. not that it would necessarily matter. But Asta sees, uh, as you see in front of you, shards of ice sticking out uh, of the racetrack. Uh, they look super dangerous. Well, they're like, like, like um, icicles coming out of the, out of the thing. Yeah. Okay. I've already tried to melt stuff. I'm not going to do that you can, again. You can try that again. Nah, if you that's boring. Let's go for... Hey, let's go for a jump. Let's go for oh, a jump. Nice. It's are, the you gonna, like, are you going to like psychically propel yourself over them? Yes. Yeah, essentially. Look for like a small divot in the, in the core somewhere and yeah. try to ride that divot with some psychic propulsion and jump over them. I really like the idea that Asta suggests that to Brakeson. So mm-hmm. actually... Whilst Brakeson is super important in this, it is Asta's idea. Brakeson's going to go for the other fire blast, but, yeah, like, but no, Asta's like, no. I see a divot. Yes. I can work this out. I, I, I see, see a divot. divot. <laughs> uh, right, roll with plus two. Oh, jeez. No. No, this is not my event. It's not my event. It's a six. It's, it's a six. It's a four plus just a six. Okay. Uh, There's a goes, reason I didn't want to do this, honey. She goes for the jump, and unfortunately... Well, how can we do this? It's not quite high enough. And a couple <laughs> of the ice shards... <laughs> she dies forever. Uh, uh, and that's the end of Asta. Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, and the ice shards, I'm going to say they just sort of scrape along the bottom of the toboggan. And um, as they finally cross the finish line, 
Honey in first place, followed by Lapras with Asta uh, finishing not too far behind, to be fair. Then Asta realises, actually stupidly, that Pass has been clinging onto the bottom of the toboggan, <laughs> weighing them down the entire race. Last Pass! Oh, that's Last Pass! <laughs> Immediately, as soon as Honey crosses the finish line, the ghost disappears. Bye! Bye! See ya! And, and, the, and the ground before them flattens. The arena changes from this race course and immediately becomes flat, more or less to what it was before. Except this time, a large, icy chaise long appears out of the ground, majestically from the snow. It is enormous. Once this bed slash chair is in place, the snow whirls around and a majestic green fur robe adorns another ghostly Pokemon. Though this time, it's... A large regal dog. It's lounging on the chair, this Entei, and it sees them. Holy shinks! And, and laughs, <laughs> this warm, booming, friendly laugh, wearing sort of Dickensian top hat, as it says, <laughs> I am the ghost of Christmas Presente! Steve! <laughs> <laughs> Completing the first challenge, mine, you'll be pleased to hear, is not quite so grueling. I'm not a competitive Pokemon. This voice is very similar to Vandaclaw's. <clears throat> I like all the nice things the world has to offer. Music, food, art. I am the ghost of presents, after all. <laughs> I, I also made a joke today. Did you? Well, well done, you. I'm very proud. <laughs> but anyway, that's my challenge. Make me a gift. Create something with your Pokemon. Make it musical. Make it a play. Tell me a story. Tell me another joke if you're so good at them. I don't really mind. But make it imaginative. Make it together. And make it decadent for me. Any questions? I'm right here. An art form to be presented. I wonder what Honey's going to do. <laughs> I wonder what Pokemon she's going to do. I think it's going to have to be that beware that's <laughs> proved itself. She's not done anything so far. <laughs> Oh. So this is Christmas present. Christmas present. All right. So no flashback here, I guess. Then. Or maybe this is just maybe this is just a time for us to sort of have a, a discussion in present. Right. Gift. Um. That's of course. Point. Why? Why does the challenge have to be gift? Oh my god. This is so much worse than the. Uh, this is so much than, worse than a sledge. I suppose you don't have twelve months to figure this one out. No. Clearly, I don't. We're pressed for time here. What? Do, what? What makes a good present, honey? What is it? I've tried to analyse everything. I've tried to analyse your personality. I've tried to analyse what you like. I've tried to analyse what other people tell me about you. What is it? What is the perfect present? I always feel that a perfect present comes from that that little thing that's beyond anything you can analyse. That that special something that's beyond science and research. That in many ways just like Christmas magic. Magic? The magic of gift giving. It's something beyond. It's ineffable. Christmas magic? Yes. 
What is it about the gifts that I've given you that has brought you joy? It's unknowable. Okay. I think I don't... I understand, even if I don't know what to do with it. But how do we give a gift to this creature? Oh, 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 oh. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Suddenly he's Count Dracula from Sesame Street. He's a deity dog. I don't know anything about him. I haven't got any information. How could I possibly analyse what would please this dog? Unless you just trust your gut? I've been waiting for this day for oh. so many Christmases. Oh, this feels so wrong. And doesn't it just feel so right? I don't know yet. Um, let's see my Pokemon. Chimeco. You've got, time. you've got that weird vacant stare as if you just act on impulse all the time. Maybe you can help with this. Time. What, what's in the room? Is there anything in the room? No, but there's... the room is malleable. That's good. That's good. There's nothing physically in the so room. So Asta's looking around, desperately trying to be like, Oh man, maybe if we shape a rock into oh, a... Oh, a rock into, into a... Into, oh, okay. Okay, so, so honey, here's what I'm thinking. We, we, we find a rock which has appeared. Oh, another rock. Um... That's weird. That's unknowable. Suddenly, a million rocks. <laughs> oh, okay, I need to stop thinking about <laughs> rocks. Uh, Two rocks. Anything but rocks. One no, rock. We, we, we find rocks and we shape them um, using maybe maybe Chameco's uh, sonic impulses into some kind of statue of this Entei figure, which they'll like because obviously that is, that is a representation of themselves. And in the sense of ego, everyone has some kind of representation of themselves that they appreciate and will enjoy because it will, you know. I'm rambling. I'm rambling. I'm Help me. Help me, please. Am I wrong? I don't think that if it's coming from your gut, it's wrong. All right, we're making a rock statue. <laughs> I love it. Nose pass. <laughs> I love that you're using Chimeco and not nose pass. Oh, nose pass is there. I just, yeah, I don't trust him. He lacks <laughs> discipline. Maybe he can put the finishing touches on. What's it? What? What's Honey's Pokemon? Name? I'm gonna go with Carnivine. Gonna vine whip that little, That's that little great. statue yeah, into some yeah, little yeah. nice little niches here and there. Great, great. Yeah. Um, I really like. I really like that. I don't, I don't need you two to roll for it. Asta, but by the way, before starting this, just takes a second, closes her eyes, and just thinks, new weather-based machine, new weather-based machine, new weather-based machine. And a cast form appears. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And he was right on the lawn. <laughs> I don't want to make you two roll for it, but I really like the idea of Chimeco and Carnivine working together. You know, Chimeco sort of propelling things up in the air using these sort of psychic waves um, to sort of attach a few rocks together and then Carnivine moulding it into, into place whilst Aster and Honey stay. No, that one just, just there. And I want his, his feet just to pop more. You two are quite the team because Aster is very precise, so it's very anatomically correct, whereas Honey gives it that little ex- some, that little bit of warmth. The je ne sais quoi. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you sort of step away and present it to Ghost of Christmas Presente. Can we have- can we have Nose Pass at the very end just give Entei a massive nose? <laughs> just like, <laughs> Nose Pass, one more thing. <laughs> nose Pass, and now it's perfect. And the Ghost of Christmas Presente goes, uh, oh! <laughs> you know I loved it before the nose, and now it's even funnier. Imagine! Yes. Imagine if I had a nose like that. J Quite just, remarkable. Just imagine. Oh, <laughs> possibilities. You have more than passed this task. It's quite remarkable. Look at look at my tail. Look at it. You've, you've, you've quite captured the majesty of my tail. It's, I, 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 tell, I tell you what, you, Mr. Uh, the, the, the one doing the vines, I, I very much appreciated your... Uh, the way that you made my fur so detailed in. You, you, you take this. He takes off his Dickensian top hat. Some and Torchic Torchickensian? 
Torchikensian. He takes off his Torchikensian. You need to keep reminding me of that because I'm definitely going to forget. Uh, Torchikensian top hat and places it on uh, Carnivine's head. Carnivine! He's overwhelmed. Carnivine! As, as soon as it touches, as soon as it leaves the Entei and touches the Carnivine, it moves from this sort of spectral hat into something very definite mm. and real and physical. Cool. And he laughs heartily. <laughs> And the lights in the cavern go out, and suddenly you're in darkness, and only that laugh can be heard, before eventually turning into... your eyes adjust to the darkness and you make out this little ghostly Pikachu toddling towards you only that's there ain't no Pikachu and in the darkness you hear from in front of you I am the ghost of Christmas Minikuture yes it's perfect (laughs) (laughs) you have done well to get this far honey and Asta you are but one challenge away from making it into the next room where you will find something that will help you return to the top of the mountain. Where you will find him, the Grinch. But first, you must pass my challenge. And my challenge is... A snowball fight! Boof, 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 lights appear in the arena. That The seats that were currently empty are filled with, with Bergmites and Snorunts and other ice Pokemon, all cheering wildly. Some of them have got, have got little Mimikyu regalia on them. Some of them are waving banners that say honey, some Asta. You have no idea how any of them got there, but it's Christmas magic. Okay. <laughs> You see the team in front of you of Pokemon. You see this Mimikyu, this ghostly Mimikyu. He's got a uh, Dickensian... Torchikensian cane, let's say. And behind him is ghostly buddies, all spectral again. Ghosts as actual ghosts, people. You see a Haunter, you see a Frostlass, and you see a Driftblim. And uh, Ghost of Mim- Christmas Mimikyu says, uh, The rules are simple. It's basically dodgeball, but with snowballs. You can't cross this and a line magically appears in the snow. Last team standing wins. Each of you must pick one Pokemon to help you out. So it's four on four. When you're ready, we shall begin. So, we're going to need D20s for this one. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be rolling opposed D20 checks. When you're being thrown at, if you roll higher than the other person, you're safe. And Pokemon on your team can help you out. Just need to get one hit to get someone up. When you're throwing at someone, if you roll higher than them, they're out. And again, the Pokemon can aid you. I mean, be imaginative. I want you to think of like a fun way in which mm-hmm, you might be able to mm-hmm, hit yeah. its target. Uh, so first things first, again, decide on which Pokemon you want to use. Well, it's only fair. Pass. It's only fair, isn't it? <laughs> pass. It's the one you haven't used. <laughs> yep. Only fair. I feel like this this might be where Nosepass's lack of discipline finally <gasps> pays off. A roguish, a rogue player. A roguish dodgeball player. Mm. Who knows what, what Pass has got? 
in store for this. I like it. I'm going to go for beware. It has to be. It has to be buttons. Brute force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those snowballs yeah, yeah. are going to hit like a oh, truck. Yes. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Beware's already sort of rolling up these massive snowballs. Even the ghosts, which are literally translucent, are afraid of being hit <laughs> by these snowballs. I love it. Okay, let us begin. Go! Oh God, and you bird, see a sort of The countdown. bird mites are very intimidating. You just hear, yeah! Okay. Um, and what uh, Ghost hasn't noticed is you've been preparing a snowball this whole time. And what do you want to do? Chuck it two foot in the air and Nosepass does a spin and smacks it with his nose. Nosepass uh, hits this, this snowball towards Frostlass, but he's sort of, it's a bit skew-if, his skew hit. Uh, and it just sort of sails past Frostlass and <sighs> easily dodges out of the way. And that Frostlass is going to try to hit you back. Uh, she rolled a nat 20. Uh, <laughs> Off I go! <laughs> she goes for nose pass. So you're Asta still in the game. Okay. And she she rolls up a snowball and throws it towards nose pass and okay. it collides perfectly. So it hits nose pass, who's been diligently wearing his little buttons mm-hmm. that you receive from uh, Cub Chew. And the force of the nat 20 is so strong that it sends nose pass flying back. And actually, some of the buttons fly off as well. Oh, no, no yeah, yeah, and they like they go into the Lock crowd and buttons. stuff. Lock the buttons. Um, yeah, right, and you're left with just two, and, just two little buttons. Yeah, so this like so Nosepass loses his his present essentially from Cub Chew, <laughs> and obviously Crybaby Crybaby Nosepass just starts bawling. No, no. And suddenly, there's there's this vision as Asta's looking at Nosepass. N- Nosepass suddenly becomes this this child, this like little five year old. Who's just like you're sobbing into, in the snow? Looking into the future, I'm looking into the future. <laughs> See, it's just sobbing in the snow, having been hit by a snowball by like some mean kids from up the road. And Asta's just like looking, it's like I have no idea how to comfort you. I have no idea what to do. This is this is awful. This is horrible. Um, I'm still in the game. No spots at all. You're still in the game. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so. uh, honey and beware. Mm-hmm. I think I think beware just takes it. I think Honey just goes up to beware and just goes, I believe in you. Buttons and beware just nods. Beware. And uh, like a baseball pitcher, yeah. just like winds up and throws it off. I'm gonna aim at Driftblim. Driftblim? Big old Driftblim. Big old target. Driftblim rolls a 19. Oh, these are good, good dodgies. These are good dodgy ones. Um, Acrobatics. Just goes yeah. right in between the basket and the balloon. <laughs> no, sends a gust of air yeah. out. You uh, sneaky mom. And in fact, he's going to use that as his throw towards, towards oh, you. Of course. Oh, so you throw are. the ball back. Throw. Right. Okay. Uh, so he's going to aim at Honey. But Drifting on order a three. Nice. So it's, it kind of just flops in the air. It's too heavy. It's too heavy. It's too big. Beware could handle it. It's too big. Drifting couldn't handle it. No, absolutely nice. couldn't. Um, and we're up to the top of the round again, so it is back to Asta. Asta, okay. Asta's panicked, obviously, um, emotionally. Um, so doesn't know how to like help or comfort, so it's just going to go back and retaliate with a snowball aimed at Frostlass again, yeah, I guess. Yeah, go for it, go yeah. for it. Roll another net 20. Oh, <laughs> she catches it, but she has four players, so she can't bring anyone back. Mm. And the crowd go wild, but nothing mechanically happens. But she then uses that snowball to throw back towards Asta. And you successfully dodge out of the way <laughs> as a snowball flies past. Which ow. We're up to Honey. Honey Me? beware. Okay. I think I think Honey having seen Asta be in such a state of distress is is peeved. Mm-hmm. Is peeved to see their loved one be put through the ringer. And so looks at Frostlass and goes, Fuel me up, Buttons. And Buttons throws this gigantic snowball at Honey, who then just like 
volleys it straight towards Frostlass. It's an acrobatic dance kick. <laughs> yes. Absolutely astonishing level of choreographic skill. Yeah. Uh, that's oh, a two. That's two. a two. Let's we can just something level over. It's twenty. <laughs> so unfortunately, it's a, it's a good kick, but it sails past. Son of a gun. Driffblim dodges it and then goes back to you, honey. Uh, so Driffblim uh, rustles up its own snowball and spinning around, fires it towards Honey before she even knows it. She's strapped in the face with this snowball and sort of flies backwards and is sit- sitting on the ground next to this crying nose pass. So what? Honey goes out of the game. Honey's out. Oh, Asta is freaking out big time. Um, and it's just like, she's, she stopped even like molding the snow into balls now. She's just sort of like lobbing <laughs> flecks of snow. And she's like, you horrible ghosts. You horrible, unknowable. Wars, spectral beasts! Why are you testing us like this? Uh, and Mimikucha dodges it out of the way. <laughs> Throws. Um, can I just say, I've rolled two natural 20s, an 18 and a 19. I've also rolled a couple of fours, but you okay. also rolled a two to that four. Mm. It's all setting up for a big, big um, last horror. <laughs> it really is. is uh, it? <laughs> as as Mimikucha rolls towards Asta. And Mimikucha hits Asta. So it is just beware. Okay. Finally, beware's character arc is going to get a great conclusion. <laughs> can I? Can I suggest? Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's see what what happens is as you join, you join the sobbing nose pass, and you yeah. see Honey also attempting to to console this crying. Okay. Let's see. Child. Let's see what happens. Actually, Honey, how 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 are you consoling nose pass? I think Honey is a very is very natural in this situation, and is just just cradling <laughs> nose pass. In in her arms, and just like it's okay, baby, it's okay. He lost his buttons. We'll find some more buttons. They'll be somewhere when the room changes again. How I'll... will you know that? I don't need to know it. I just need to believe it. Nosepass. It's like, do you want to take? It looks like you got a good handle on it. And nosepass opens out its arms towards its actual trainer. Roll for hugs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I'll, I'll I think Asta holds nosepass. Sort of at arm's length, and then brings in for sort of an awkward hug. Mm. You feel the, the sobs subside a little bit, as beware. Okay, yes, <laughs> it's like I think beware. I think beware for this one. It's not even a snowball. It's literally just a boulder of snow. That beware has been just crosses the line. It just starts punching. <laughs> <laughs> beware just gets this absolute gigantic ball and just pushes it like it's like it's just a so gigantic. Trying to hit more than one of them. Depends how big that ball is. Yeah. I think still still aiming to just hit one, because uh, I mean, everyone can dodge out of the way, I guess. So, yeah, so I think, but, but Beware is going for Mimi Kucha, because Beware, in some version, is like, maybe if I can just get rid of the leader. Take yeah. the head off the Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> that famously one-headed beast. <laughs> yeah, I think Beware is just like, if I could just take down the leader, who's to say what's going to happen next? Maybe. So, Go for it. Please! Let's roll these dice. So Beware is gonna roll. What did Beware roll? I got a four. Mimikuta rolled a nat one. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm gonna say, Mimikuta actually grabs Driftblim as a try to a, a little Pokemon shield. Maybe maybe Mimikucha sees the boulder coming at it, yeah. them, and looks into the future and sees what will happen if our heroines fail and chooses not to move. Sure. Maybe we'll free these poor ghosts from this <laughs> Domain, eternal Domain. damnation in the arena. <laughs> I like that. It's a terrible, it's so slow. Yeah, it's like an it's awful like, roll. It's, it's just, it's just <laughs> puddling towards Mimikucha. All the Bergmites are like, well, I mean, she's got this. And, clearly, and, clearly. And, and Mimikucha takes a moment to go, oh, this 
poor pathetic team. <laughs> Why do they choose a nose monster and a teddy bear to fight in this, in this battle? If only they'd pick the Burnett. The Burnett was amazing <laughs> at snowball fights. Ah, uh, I just, I need to give them a, oh wait, oh, I see good, I see big things. They're gonna save Christmas. And it sort of says aloud, oh, no, Driflin, save me. And it grabs the Driflin as a human shield and they both go out. Yeah. So nice. now it's two on one. It's beware against Frostlass and Haunter who's done nothing. Haunter's just <laughs> flirting with a bird bite in the crowd. Yeah. He's like, hey baby, <laughs> hey, you see me? I'm in the big snowball fight. Yeah. Frostlass goes, Haunter, get your head in the game for God's sake. And Haunter rolls up uh, a snowball and tries to fire it at me. Watch this, watch this, watch this. And what did beware roll? I'm trying to help you out. I'm aware you are. Beware rolls a two. Haunter <laughs> rolls, rolls a 14. And it hits. It hits everywhere. Of course it does. And Mimic Future. Uh, seems you have failed. And the ground opens up and you start falling again. And then you see this sort of ghostly crooked Pikachu doll sort of surround you. It adorns Beware with a carrot. And it also adorns Nosepass, who's already wearing the buttons, with... Uh, it gives him some twigs. And you flump... On this soft snow. And we're back in our garden. Let's do it all again. <laughs> <laughs> you can see above you the mountain. Oh. But, but you're, where you want to go, high, high, high up in the air. Way out of reach. And your Pokemon come out. All of them. <laughs> come out of the Pokeballs. I knew we weren't up to it. There can only be two possible hypotheses that explain this. Either we're not good enough, or Christmas isn't worth saving. And I refuse to accept the first. You really need to let go with your feelings about Christmas. But it's evident we are at the bottom of the mountain. The mountain itself has told us that we are not good enough. We're not up to this. It was all a game of luck. It was just a chance that this went wrong. Well, what do we do now? I have a suggestion. Okay. You might not like it. Okay. But I feel it's the most logical thing to do in this situation. We need to open the Grinch's present. It's the only unknowable thing so far. And you've said from the start that we need to trust what we don't know. Well, right now, the only thing we can trust is that present. And clearly that's what Christmas is about. Trusting things. Why don't you do the honours? All right. Let's see if this is the first present I enjoy opening. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean it's scary to... That you always, you're looking at me so intently when I open the presents. Well, then I'll just be over in a corner rolling up some snow with her powder. Because now seems like a great time okay. to make a snowman. I'm going to open the present. Uh, nose pass sort of scuttles away to you and goes and gives uh, these twigs. She didn't particularly want to chime echo, who seems to be enjoying them. As you open up this present, it's a little box, uh, a little music box. It plays... over and you see 
honey and Hippowden rolling up this snow base together and you see some of the other Pokemon joining them and they start laughing. How can you laugh at a time like this? Why don't you just come on over here and have a bit of fun with us for once? Nosepass holds out its fin. Okay, I join in. And you construct this snowman. You create the three bases and you use the top hat that was given to the Carnivine and you use Breaks and Scarf given to it by Panda Claws. And you take off the buttons that were on the Nosepass and you put them, make them as little eyes. And you take these, the two twigs that you were just given and the carrot and you make little arms and a little nose. Then, just as they finished accessorising the snow, Aster and Honey saw more magic flow. The twigs that were arms gave them a wave, as the snowman they made sprung to life in the cave. His hat and his scarf, there keeping him warm, completed his outfit and made him transform. He looked to our heroes through buttons as eyes, and smiled as he spoke. Well, ain't this a surprise? You did create me, madame and madame. So I'll help you out. I'm the Obama snowman. <laughs> I see your problem. You can't get up there. Well, here, take some magic. Let's walk in the air. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Thank you, Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> he sprinkles some snow, using his twig arms, uh, upon the two of you and upon all your Pokemon. And you suddenly feel yourselves lifted off the ground and suddenly you start rising as the Obama snowman cheekily grins towards you with a, I believe you need to go up there. Follow me, ladies. What do you do? I look at Honey and I say, do you know something? That was fun. I'm glad. Now, and Honey takes uh, Asta's hand. Let's go there together. Okay. Oh, so cute. Uh, and all, you look behind you and all your other Pokemon have paired up and are holding hands. <laughs> Except for Hippowdon, who's just somehow on his own. Numerically. Oh, no. <laughs> ah, I can't do that. No, I think Trimeco, as astute as Trimeco is, realises that Hippowdon is like the odd one out. He's feeling a bit lonely. Yeah, and, and just goes, Trimeco. Yeah. But Hippowdon's like, Upside down. He's <laughs> floating up upside down. He's like Nana in Peter Pan. <laughs> exactly. But uh, it's a cute scene. You've got Brakeson and Beware and Carnivine and Nosepass. And they're all just floating up together in this beautiful tableau. Buttons and Brakeson are doing some kind of like waltz in the air. It's yes. Like, it's like this, it, apparently Buttons can dance. And then do we see, going up, we sort of see these like almost Christmas scenes in all the in Surflow in Pyrenile in all these little villages and towns. You see a lot of family scenes. Children excitedly receiving presents and giving presents and like waking, staying up late. Waking to, like, up staying up late but getting yeah. too too tired and yeah. then you see Panda Claws sort of pull up their, you know, their blanket over them to cover them up if they're cold and you hear hymns and you hear carols and bells. And we get to the top. And you finally get to the top of this mountain. You open up into the, the clear night sky. And you can look down and before you, you see the Grinch's workshop. Uh, it's, it's, again, it's open roofed to the mountain air. Uh, it wasn't when you went in there, but he must have opened this out. And you see him there adding the finishing touches to his, his machine. What do you want to do? So we're, we're floating in the air. You're just hovering. The Obama snowman's next to you. Okay. 
And, and the Grinch is, is performing his dastardly, mm. dastardly deals, nefarious, forcing nefarious the Delibirds to, to, to load the presents with just wrapping naughty, up the naughty last, things. Just wrapping up the last two naughty, disgusting presents. Oh, what a villain. Then I, I think we should fly down and grab those last two presents. Okay, sure. I think that, Honey, you, know, you, lead, you lead this. You've I, got my hand. And I think we, we zoom on down. Do you angry. dive bomb? I think dive bomb. We're blitzkrieg. We absolutely blitzkrieg this place. <laughs> Like if this, was, if this was a Looney Tunes cartoon, there would be the sound of us being a jet behind us. <laughs> maybe we should, maybe we should fire. Maybe like nose pass could find some rocks. Yeah. Nose pass, nose rock blast. Sure he does. So maybe, oh yeah, maybe Hippowdon fires a full sandstorm down into the room. Full on obfuscates the entire scene. Yeah, okay. Love it. Fire. Great. The Grinch, uh, he's, he's tinkering with his machine um, and all of a sudden, what, what's going on? The sand fills the room. Hippowdon just clears this perfect path for the two of you so you're unaffected by the sandstorm as you swoop down and grab the last two presents from his grasp as you go, No! You two! Yes, us two. How did you get up here? I'll tell you how we got up here. Christmassy magic! Oh, that's the worst thing you could say! Uh, it's, it's time for a Pokemon battle. It's time. It's happening. Right now. Uh, this strange green man thinks he can beat you in a Pokemon battle. <laughs> right. So, the Grinch uh, readies a Pokeball. Aster and Honey, how do you how do you respond? Honey, you're, you've always been more of a, an accomplished battler than I have. I can assess. I cannot enact. So, take my Pokemon. Use them. Trust your gut. I've got this one, Honey. And Honey steps forward as Asta gives her three Pokemon to create a fully-fledged six-on-six team. Pokemon, and he says, um, everyone always loves singing at Christmas. Well, there's no singing from this Wigglytuff, as he sends out a Wigglytuff okay. with uh, tape taped over its mouth. And you send out Brakeson as it's sort of... <laughs> Brakeson's debut, <laughs> debut tongue. <laughs> and whips out its wand in a, in a fiery, mystical flourish. Okay. What would you do in this situation? Is your Brakeson? I would send, I would send Brakeson's choice specs over to that Wigglytuff. Okay. Trick it is. Use trick. Wigglytuff uh, swaps items with Brakeson. Immediately after it does, um, Wigglytuff sends up this reflect, and the choice specs means that it can now only use reflect. Yes! <laughs> yes! Brilliant tactical. So, one. Yes, Aster's uh, so happy. Aster's yes, happy. There, is, mm. there is a reflect, but uh, only so much more that Wigglytuff can now do. Wonderful. Right, now we turn up the heat. Aster, we're going with a full on fire blast. Yes, Brakeson, burn it! Burn it to the ground! Put it down! As the, the Grinch goes, Well, I'm not standing for that. Time to send out something that might have a bit of an advantage. <laughs> and it sends out an Alomomola. Christmas is all about love. Well, there's no love from this Pokemon. And you see this sort of crudely attached um, uh, wooden ending to the Pokemon, to, to the fin of the Alomomola, so that it is no, in no way resembles a heart. <laughs> Man, when he, when he says it all out loud like that, it does sound quite abhorrent, doesn't it? He's uh, an interesting guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, take, I take, take it back, what I said about him having some interesting points. Right, well... Um, 
I can either go in with a, one of Brakeson's other moves, but then that leaves her. Vulnerable. Well, I was te- I taught Brakeson a, a, a move recently. Um, I think Carnie the Carnivine actually helped with it. A little grass knot with the thorns. Brakeson's been tending my thorns. Maybe this is the time. Brakeson, grass knot. Brakeson grass knot and hits the bottom fin of this Aloma Mola, which is not the heaviest Pokemon in the world, but it's a good. Alola Mola writes itself and, similar to the Wigglytuff, sends out this defensive uh, light screen. Right, I think I think we need to switch. Let the master of grass knots take this one. Come on, Carnivan. Let's see what you can do. Maybe a leech seed would be useful here. I like the way you think. Mm. The Grinch responds again in kind. He sends out a cryogonal and you see it's covered in woolen jumpers, gloves, scarf, and it gets leech seeded. So Carnivine quite wisely uh, sends out some leech seeds. I don't like the idea of having to keep switching around like this strange monkey man is doing, but at the same time, Carnivine is at a real risk. So we, I mean, we saw what happened when the, the first frost of winter nipped on Carnivine's little vines. It wasn't well, pleasant, was it? Quite. Um, Maybe we're going for Beware. Beware, let's get, let's get let's Beware get in, beware in yes. there. Beware and there. Beware and there. <laughs> Come on out, Buttons. Beware, uh, beware is sent out. Buttons for his, his debut for uh, Honey as Cryogonal uses the snow around him in the air and hails upon the battlefield. I love, I mean, I love the weather effect. Mr. Grinch. Yeah. The, the, the hail, fantastic. I mean, we haven't been able to find hail this good with the cast form. Oh, we? no, it's tough. How did you use a cryogonal? Cryogonal. Where did you find the cryogonal, Mr. Grinch? Uh, around this mountain. Oh, fantastic. Oh, well, got a couple of those into the lab. In the new year. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. Well, who knew this would be so fruitful? Man, this is, <laughs> I feel so much better about this mission. Um, okay, uh, beware, superpower? I think it's got to be a superpower. <laughs> Go for it. Beware! Beware launches itself at this, um, at this poor cry- cryogonal. The superpower is... Far too much. It's just beware. Beware's, beware's a beast. Beware is a beast and uh, doesn't just really have to. Clobbers, clobbers. Just, just, just <laughs> pounds beware, it. Beware, beware. Just beware. <laughs> pounds it. Maybe Quaragonal gives Beware like a, a silly nickname like, Oh look, it's, it's Fluffy Bear. And he's like, My name is Buttons. It's <laughs> <laughs> like crushes it. I will be your doom. Smashes it into the ground. Who's coming out? Who's facing this beast? Who is coming out indeed? Sent into the battlefield is a Slurpuff. Uh, and the Grinch says, um, You might like these Christmassy treats, or you won't like this one. And uh, you can sort of sense this weird uh, salty covering on top of the sweetness of Ooh. the, slur- the Slurpuff. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we could bring Hepowder out to get rid let's, of the, the hail. Let's go for Hepowder. Okay. We've got our own weather techniques. Okay, you send out Hippowden, and immediately that sand that sandstorm that you spoke of beforehand immediately starts up again, negating the the hail um, as Slurpuff sort of spews this sticky web. How convenient that you decided to use a speed negating move on a hippo. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. The thing you didn't remove from the battlefield was the ground. So let's rock the ground. <laughs> Earthquake. I'm not a lonely, sad, pathetic individual for nothing, you see. I've honed my Pokemon skills. Right. As the Grinch sends this energy ball towards Hippowden. I didn't foresee that. (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) We're not going to survive another energy ball. No. Come on, Carnivan! I know you'll be slower, but, uh, honey, do you know how late it is? It is way past this Slurpuff's bedtime. 
I think we need to put its lights out. Christmas Eve, after all. <laughs> it needs to go to bed so it can wake up and see its presence in the morning. <laughs> this is a very extended metaphor, which means that we're going to use sleep powder. <laughs> but the sweet veil that emanates through this salty mess on top of the slurp off means it does not fall asleep. Sweet veil! Sweet veil! <laughs> the Grinch is feeling really good right now. Oh. As, uh, uh, Mr. Grinch, have you considered attending our training school? You're, you're good. Doesn't know how to deal with that. Um, as Slurpuff, we'll come back to that. <laughs> well, maybe so. And instead, it throws a flame towards Carnivine and a huge flamethrower that does a lot of damage to Carnivine. But you're gonna have to swap it out. Of course. Come on back out, Brakeson. Brakeson can take a flamethrower and an energy ball. I think we need to go for go for a four five all five hands. Absolutely. Slurpuff gets into Brakeson's face and starts drain and uses a draining kiss to try to regain a bit of uh, health back against Brakeson, and Brakeson pushes it away and responds in kind of the fire blast that unfortunately misses Slurpuff. Hit it again, hit it again, hit it again. We gotta try it again. The same thing happens again, more kissing, more fire blasting, but this time a hit, a hit on Slurpuff. Palpable hit. Unfortunately, with that extra health back from the draining kiss, it doesn't quite knock him down, but Slurpuff is looking bad. Brakeson goes for a psychic this time, uh, but the Grinch swaps out Slurpuff on Death's door and instead sends out a Loma Mola. We need to finish this Loma Mola off. We already know how we can do this with Brakeson. Yeah. Brass nut. Yes. Oh, yes. Brakeson down. And that's a big move as Loma Mola goes down. A Loma Mola. Nice. That's a horrible oh, note to say, isn't it? A Loma Mola goes down. To the grass as, knot. As the grassy knot whips in underneath with Brakeson once more. And who comes out? A Starmy. Oh. A Starmy pops out with its, uh, it's trying out its tradition to put a star on top of the tree, but you're getting no light out of this Starmy. He is full of quips, this, uh, oh, this Grinch, little... as you see that his light has been drawn <laughs> over with, uh, with marker pen. So you swap out Brakeson and go for the Carnivine as a surf crashes across uh, towards Carnivine. It just hangs in there before it reaches into its held item and swallows. It was an aguave berry that, uh, that Aster had been using in the cooking. The Carnivine had snuck out during the food prep. So unbeknownst to Aster, <gasps> the Carnivine just swallows Where did berry. you get that berry? Carney? Carney, where did you get that? You don't need all of the berries. You didn't make a specific amount of berries. You yes, I did. I did. There were going to be 16 mini puts. Bit more, bit more fighting fit from yeah. Carnivine now. I think we need to keep healing up. Mm. I like it. Starmie, with that speed advantage over the Carnivine, fires off a, a side shock towards it, and it almost takes him out. But then Carnivine, um, as it's feeling very weak, drains some giga energy away from Starmie and regains a lot of quite a good health back in that If Kani takes another Sash Shark, and it's not going to be fast enough to take out Starmie, maybe we send in something that might resist taking like the blow. It. I like it. Send in this gormless Chimeco. <laughs> it won't have any idea what's happened to it anyway. <laughs> okay, you release Chimeco for the first time into the battle. Starmie reaches up from some thunder above and fires a thunderbolt down on Chimeco. Just finds a bit of thunder up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is! Oh. Chimeco actually, I think, gains more health than it loses yes. as its leftovers kick in. Very, very clever from that Chimeco to equip itself with some leftovers. Who gave, who gave that Chimeco leftovers? I didn't do that. Did you do that? No, you... Who? Wait, did you even tell it to do light screen? Yeah, I, I thought it was do light screen. Oh, it seems to be almost acting on its own. Time. No, time, time. It's crazy. It's time, madness. Time. It's a wild, wouldn't it? would be time. crazy. It would be yeah. crazy if somehow we caught the most powerful <laughs> crash out of the world. Time, time, time. Right, tell it to do reflect. They can do extra sense. Yes, use, use reflect. reflect. <sighs> time. 
<laughs> and a couple, another move of, of a surf from the starmie before the extra sensory takes it down. That was a very offensive reflect. Mm, wow. Well, we, we're winning, so that's okay. I yeah, I guess this. I guess. I mean, Chimeco doesn't seem to be able to follow any of our commands, which is. Let's go for an extra sensory. The Grinch sends out uh, another Pokemon as Starmie goes down, and it sends out a chandelier. As the Grinch says, um, Christmas is all about giving light to people, while this chandelier is not giving any. And you see, it's sort of all its, its flames have got little like glass caps on top of them, so that they are teeny tiny flames. I feel like that's cruel. <laughs> that's <laughs> the evil villain. Yes. Is cruel. Yeah, that's horrible. No, the chandelier. Uh, responds with a very effective shadow ball towards Chimeco. What the chicken? Whoa! Okay, so you swap out. Tars your chickens. You swap, swap out uh, Chimeco for beware, but Chandelure, feeling like it might want to show off its game, fires off a very powerful flamethrower towards the beware and does a big chunk of damage. I think we need to just go for what's going to be the most effective. Here. I guess, I guess. I think, I think we've, we've only got one chance. Lose the way in yes. Sorry, Buttons. <laughs> buttons, you did so well against Cryogonal. Oh, Buttons. Oh. Oh. You keep Buttons out, but the, the Chandelure being that tiny bit quicker than a very slow beware fires off another flamethrower as Nose Pass enters Pass. the scene. Ooh, Nose Pass is nervous, for sure. He is a bit. I say we go for the, we go for yeah. the kill. Chandelure fires off a, a Shadow Ball again towards Nose Pass, and it does a chunk of damage before uh, Nose Pass responds, and it rock blasts. Yeah. Yeah. No! Oh. No, 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 fast! Uh, right, okay, so only two little blasts towards a chandelier. It almost takes it out, but chandelier clings on in there. As the Grinch goes, well, I'm getting nothing from this. Memento! So Chandelure fainting itself, but in doing so, casts this horrible visage towards Nosepass, significantly lowers both attack and special attack. Oh god, so Nosepass is just like sobbing with like zero attack. He likes discipline. <laughs> right. Okay, the Grinch sends out um, sends out Slurpuff one more time. Slurpuff's on death's door, but it's hoping its bat energy ball could maybe take down this weakened nose pass. It fires towards nose pass and he, he's knocked backwards. He's knocked backwards and he thinks he's down. Nose pass, no. Nose pass rights itself in that sort of magnetic way of just like yeah, rocking forward no, no, no. and then stands upright as it fires off a volt switch towards Slurpuff and Slurpuff goes down. Finishes it off. That's Carnivine. Come on, Carnivine. Carnivine. Carnivine has entered into the into the arena with That's Elysian good. onto Wigglytuff, hoping that the Pokemon advantage could could be used here. But Wigglytuff has a secret weapon, and it fires this ice beam towards okay. the Carnivine, taking it down. Now bear in mind, breaks and swapped items with this Wigglytuff right at the start of the battle. Some very stylish sunglasses. <laughs> so this 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 <laughs> super cool Wigglytuff can only send out an ice beam towards the fire type. Oh, yes. Which do we and it's for? been seeded. Okay. What happens? What happens? Tell us, Alex. Okay, <laughs> so, Wigglytuff uh, is locked into this ice beam, fires towards Brakeson, but it's not very effective against the fire type. <laughs> as Brakeson... Maybe it sort of twirls it round, so it sort of creates like a sort of shield in its in its rotating movement. I love movement. it. And then it uses that shield as it fires another fire blast towards the Wigglytuff, taking taking down a bit of damage. Brakeson, feeling, feeling a bit confident, sends out a psychic towards the Wigglytuff, but that strong special defense of a Wigglytuff kicks in and it doesn't really do much to it. Uh, Wigglytuff responds with an ice beam, taking down Brakeson. Honey, what do we do? I think there's only one choice left. Weather it? Weather it. 
Weather the storm! <laughs> you send out your paladin to this Wigglytuff is on its last legs and you hope that sandstorm can kick in and do the, enough damage to Wigglytuff. And as soon as you release your paladin, the wind and the sand and everything attacks and knocks off the sunglasses. Oh, it's a horrible sight as Wigglytuff goes down and your paladin wins the battle! Years of weather research come to fruition! <laughs> Finally, love. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff to learn, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously. Well, it, it doesn't matter. Nothing's going to stop me. Nothing's going to stop me from my my mission to to to, to ruin Christmas for everyone. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna carry on. Asta Asta takes out the present, the music box that she'd already opened. What are you doing? Closes the box, puts it back in the gift wrapping, and just walks to the Grinch and extends it. This is what you tried to give me earlier, isn't it? Yes, it's yours. What? It's your present from Cindy Lou. Hold on. Oh, girl, with the snotty teddy bear? Yes. He takes it. He doesn't really know, he doesn't respond. He just looks at you and looks down at the present. And um, he opens it, and that music box starts to play. plays the music box, his fainted Pokemon around him wearily stand up. <laughs> restores itself into its icy form. Um, and Wigglytuff actually slowly takes off the tape around its mouth and joins in, starts to sing along. And Cryogonal shakes off its its woolen clothes and starts to cast a bit of snow upon the scene. Chandelure shakes off the glass cap, illuminates everything. <laughs> Everyone's shaking everything. Slurpuff starts shaking and the salt flies everywhere until it goes up to the Grinch and offers it a little, little Christmassy treat as it joins in singing. Hello, Momola and Sami in pain approach Grinch. And you look close at him, Asta, and you see a glistening eye. And very slowly, he wipes the marker off the Sami and he takes off this crude construct off the Hello, Momola. And everyone joins in the song. Kind of feels quite nice <laughs> receiving something that makes my Pokemon happy. Do you want to know why I really hate Christmas? It's because it's because of presents. It's because people get given things. They get given Pokemon for presents, and and, and people throw them away. I mean, Pokemon's for life. It's not just for Christmas, and they wind up here. So I, I take them in, and I I feel sorry for them. I, I realize Christmas is is the problem. It, they didn't have that, they, they, they live happy lives with happy trainers, but I never knew how nice it feels to receive something that actually makes other people happy. Maybe Christmas 
It doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas means a little bit more. I think it's sometimes seen as as weak or trite to be somebody who enjoys a, a festival of of love and, and light. But the reason I love Christmas is that I get to share it with the people that I love and give them things that will make them happy and make them smile. And it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be clever. It doesn't have to be particularly surprising. But for there to be a day where we can all just share love is a beautiful thing in this world. And I don't think we should ever be afraid of loving people, even when we're not sure we're going to get it back. He looks down at his music box that's now stopped playing, and he says, You're right, I need to fix this. I need to stop what I've done to all these deli birds. They need to get back to Panda Paws. He'll know what to do, but it's almost its almost Christmas. There isn't time. How could we get there quickly enough, Dialga? <laughs> <laughs> of course you're right! My other Pokémon! Why didn't I use it in the battle? I don't know, Mr. Grinch. How do we do this? Clydal, Clydal, Clydal. <laughs> <laughs> Honey takes out the Christmas cladle that Pandapaws gave her and winks at the Grinch. And all of a sudden, everything spins. And the room, and the Delibirds, and everything. And then... <laughs> you come to, and you're in Pandapaws' workshop. Oh, it's everything Honey could ever have imagined. Pandapaws is like, oh my god, don't you knock! Oh my god! What are you doing? Ah! Oh, man. <laughs> Um, and you see it's missing a roof but it's everything you could have imagined and more and uh, Pandapaws sees, sees you and your Pokemon and the Grinch and the Delibird's there and the Grinch is looking all sad and forlorn and just says I'm sorry Pandapaws I'm sorry gives him a big old hug big old bear hug big old bear hug mm. and he says I think we've got some work to do and they get to it they get to it replacing all the presents it turns out the Grinch's uh, clever sort of mechanical gifts very well suited to toys. They finally load up Pandapaws' sleigh and they turn to the two of you. Asta and Honey, how can we ever repay you? You've saved Christmas. Money would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> She's kidding. She's kidding. Um, I think we got quite enough ourselves from the whole ordeal. But money would also be nice. No, I, I agree. We, we got, got the most important thing. Mr. Grinch, yes. do you have a job? Well, my previous job was uh, staring into the longest void, so um, I'm now lurking on a, on a mountain. Yeah. Yes. We lost an aide quite recently. How would you like to come and work at the trainer school and help us build gizmos and machines and work on weather? Have a. <laughs> Friends? Let's not go there. Colleagues? <laughs> Before you, you say that, but he runs towards the pair of you anyway and gives you this big old hug. This is a lovely hug. It's a lovely hug. I do hate human contact, though. I get you. And he withdraws the arm of Aster and just hugs Honey instead. Hey, thanks, Bridge. Panda paws, clicks his fingers, and all of a sudden you're whisked away before you know it. And you're there, back in your... Back in the cottage. Back in your cottage. Yeah. And it's Christmas morning. And, uh... The duck that roasts his roof. <laughs> <laughs> Horribly. So your house is on fire. Like, you didn't turn anything off. <laughs> Oh. You'd think the Santa Paul's Christmassy magic could have saved our house, but apparently not. You wake up on Christmas morning. Yeah, Is it like you almost like your bed? Whoa, like, did that happen? There's no sign of, of anything. But I look to the wall and there's a poster with a racing Lapras on the wall. Like a Lapras with a racing helmet. And you, look like, out, you look out your window and there are just these bell chimes. Yeah. Just chim, in the wind. Chim, chim, chim. <laughs> so Asta wakes first, sees honey next to her on the bed. Shakes did something happen last night? Something unknowable? I don't know what it is, but I, 
I feel a lot more excited for this Christmas than I normally do. Um, listen, I have been stressing about getting you a present for the last 12 months, and I was going to give you this scarf because I thought you might have a cold neck. I checked all my charts, I checked all my variables, and I thought the scarf would be the most perfect thing. But I realise now that that was stupid. You can't buy a gift with tables. It has to be something you feel, even if it's not perfect. So, honey, I want to have a baby. I want that too. I want it very, very much. That made me happy. <laughs> Merry Christmas, honey. And there ends our tale of mischief, magic, and love. Turns out all that was needed was a small Christmassy shove. A reminder, perhaps, of the joy you can bring when somebody special receives a special something. Something they'll share. Something they'll cherish. Something that tells them our love shall not perish. And when Aster and Honey awoke the next day, they knew what to do. They threw their gifts away. For while the Grinch needed presents to feel special and heady, our two genius heroines had all the special already. They laughed and they sang, the two of them together, as it always will be, now and forever. To our critical Ditto family, we say with pure delight, Merry Christmas to all, and, and to, to all a good night. have it folks that was the critical ditto christmas special we've got to do the thank yous thank you so much to pokemontabletop.com for ptu and ptj to braxton burks and the material collective to the amazing glitch x city for all of their various remixes and also i'd like to thank maxley royalty free music who are also on youtube like the wonderful glitch x city for walking in the air i'd also like to of course thank satoshi tajiri and junichi masuda for pokemon uh, we are not related to game freak or the pokemon company nope we are fan made and not for profit my final thank you goes to Stu and David, of course. And you know what? It's Christmas. Thanks, Tom, for going to Japan and allowing us time to record a Christmas special. Because actually, we had a blast doing this, and we hope you also enjoyed listening to it. This episode was, of course, a lot more action-heavy. Um, and in fact, I cut out a lot of sort of roles and mechanics for the tasks, such as the race, the battle, and the snowball fight. Um, if anyone is at all interested in how those worked, uh, please do get in touch with us and I will tell you uh, what we did. It goes without saying, uh, like for the last episode, that I apologise for the uh, sound quality in places. Again, just had no idea when we were recording it that these things were happening, but here we are. On a other apologetic note, I'd like to apologise for us referring to Panda Claws 
with various different names throughout the last two episodes. He was Panda Paws, Panda Claws, Santa Paws. At points, it was probably even Santa Claus. I'm going to blame the bottle of wine that we got through during that episode. Uh, and of course, us being imbued with the merriment of Christmas's magic. On a more serious note, uh, as we come to the end of the year, I would like to thank, on behalf of everyone from the team, all of you for listening and all of your support, all of your fan art, all of your character suggestions. I know we haven't got to loads of them yet, but we absolutely love them. It's one of the highlights of our recording sessions when we hear what you guys have engaged with. We obviously haven't released a whole year's worth of episodes yet, but we have been recording for about a year and it's been awesome. I've loved every minute of it so far and we are looking forward to continuing into 2020, especially with the rest of Foul Play, which will begin up again next year, I guess. Oh, that's exciting. Stay tuned for the promo from the amazing DM's Treehouse. But until then, Merry Christmas, everyone. I love you all. Now go out there and be the very best, like no one ever was. In other words, just be yourself. Merry Christmas, gang. What happens when four DMs who never get a chance to play become friends? Well, they all take turns DMing for each other in their own stories. Cameron from the Coventry Podcast, Rich and Cam from Filling in the Gaps, and the one and only Adam from the Roaring Trainers have joined forces to start the DM's Treehouse. Join us up in the Treehouse for Poker World, a game run by Adam where the players play as Pokemon, The West, a game run by Cam, which is a cowboy-style game set in an alternate timeline world, the Ascent, a traditional D&D game run by myself, Rich, and Heritage, a teenage superhero game run by Cameron that will make you feel like never before. At the end of the day, we're four great friends and great DMs having a good time, and we hope you guys will too. You can join us up in the treehouse by finding us on Twitter, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you find podcasts by searching The DM's Treehouse. Did we hire someone? <laughs> you did? You hired the Grinch to work at the school? Did we hire the Grinch? <laughs> that was going to be... Side a, note! That's going to be fun. <laughs>